messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we're talking about TV commercials tonight. Good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. What if it's confusing, like jazz, like My name is Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Vives. Hi, Andrew. Coming up tonight... We're soaking in it. <laughs> Actually, that was not a bathtub no, scenario, was it? That was, that a, was for dish soap. That was for dish soap. When I hear you're so... Oh, Calmine, take me away? Was that a... it was uh, Calgon. Calgon, take me away. Anyway, we're <laughs> off to a great start yeah. today. We are uh, getting in the bathtub tonight. We're not literally doing this from the bathtub. We're not a John Roderick. We're actually just in a... <laughs> we're in a recording studio here, but uh, today's show is all about commercials that take place not just in the bathroom, but in the bathtub. Now, I'd like to make it very clear here. These are not commercials for bathtubs. These are not commercials for soap or shampoo or anything related to the bath experience. These are commercials for other things, but are being pitched to us from a bathtub for some reason. For some reason, bathtubs. Do we have two different kinds of creamy cheese being sold to us from a bathtub? Maybe. Seems like we wouldn't. Seems like that's a hard sell. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, not everybody sees creamy cheese and like immediately like has a a visceral aversion. A lot of us see creamy cheese and it seems sounds great. Do we need a hairy shirtless? mustachioed man selling us cottage cheese from the bathtub, Genevieve? Harry men can enjoy cottage cheese, Andrew. Well, where, where do you see this guy? In the bathtub? Seems wrong to me. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Anyway. I that, did no prep for this show. That might be coming up later in the show. Or maybe I'm just saying weird things that have no payoff. It's in the show later. Uh, also, we will check in with the Ad Council. Had um, several things... Uh, kind of introduced to us in the Ad Council this week that I'm looking forward to sharing with you guys. So uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. First, though, Splish Splash, I was taking a bath. It was hard for me to find a song from the 80s that had to do with bathtubs. Yeah. Splish on- Splash is from like the 50s. Yeah. there's. And you have there's Rubber real- Ducky, You're the One, but yeah. that's from the 70s. That's from the 70s? Yeah. In the sense that it's from Sesame, Sesame Street, Street in the 70s. Yeah. Okay. It, you wouldn't have been happy with that even if it was from the 80s, I think. No, right? it's not really on, on theme for us. No, it's not. This is on theme for us. Mirror in the bathroom. You my mirror in the bathroom. You my mirror in the bathroom. Do you know... That I am just now learning that the lyric to the song is a mirror in the bathroom. What did you always think it was? Meet her in the bathroom. Oh, it's a different. Yeah, it's a totally different. Um, now I know. Implication there. Yes, absolutely. Um, I would like to tell you, Genevieve, that tonight's episode of After These Messages was inspired by uh, a commercial that I saw during Thursday night football uh, last week. Now. I thought we were seeing this ad for the first time because without getting into too much detail, well, no, I think it's relevant to what we're talking about Too much detail is the only way we know how to do anything here. Um, Thursday Night Football, the national broadcasts thereof, this year for the first time ever, are only available on Amazon Prime. 
Week one was on the networks. Ignore that part. But going forward, they're just going to be on Amazon Prime unless you like live in one of the markets where one of the local teams is playing. It's a big deal. And Amazon Prime did a good job of making it feel like a, a big deal. Like it feels icky in a lot of ways. It's, it feels exclusionary to me. It feels like, you know, just more rich people lining their monies. <laughs> more rich people lining their pockets. They're so rich, they're lining their money's That's pockets right. with money. You know, uh, when, when you have taxpayers paying for stadiums and supporting um, football teams, and then you have more and more exclusionary rights so that you have to buy Amazon Prime in order to watch yeah. football. Um, there are a lot of icky factors there. Having said that, it did feel like an event in the way that the NFL does a really good job of creating events, right? And... Um, a lot of the commercial first of all the first like i like how we have four- to pay amazon to let us watch the commercials yeah for the products that have also paid amazon and like to, the- for the privilege of making us watch them and the first four breaks were all just like am uh Audible.com, right. which is owned by Amazon, and Amazon Fresh, and Amazon this, and Amazon that. Yeah, we, um, we are paying Amazon to let them advertise their shit back to us. Right. Now, this commercial, I was shocked, was not for Amazon. I saw this, I kind of caught it maybe 15 seconds in, and this commercial is a real spectacle. You have Lizzo, America's favorite singer, Lizzo, right? And she's in this... Um, I think she has a plausible claim to that title. I think so. Everybody loves Lizzo. And she is in... And, and this just sort of felt like a Super Bowl commercial to me. Yeah. I would like to say all of this buildup I had, I thought we were watching a premiere of like a of an exciting commercial, but I actually think this had been airing maybe for a week or so by the time I finally saw it on Thursday Night f- uh, Football. But it has a Super Bowl vibe to it. Yeah, Super she's Bowl a bit, for one thing, vibe. she's a real A-lister. She's a huge name. Yeah. And she's sitting in a tub. It's not a clawfoot tub, but it is like a, a, a tub that's like in the middle of a very large bathroom, right? And everything yeah. about this commercial is kind of visually You stunning. know if a tub is in the middle of a bathroom and not against a wall, that it's very expensive because somehow the plumbing had to get there. Yes. Invisibly. Good point. And and this is I don't even know how to describe this bathroom, but it definitely doesn't look like one that most people have seen in their life. It doesn't even look all that functional, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> For one thing, it's the size of a ballroom. Yeah, it's like the, the bathroom itself is the size of a ballroom. And there's this um, it might even be a golden tub in the middle of it. And Lizzo is sitting in the tub. And of course, uh, it's all very discreet with a lot of bubbles in there and stuff. And she's got her phone out. I thought for sure this entire time this was a commercial for Amazon Prime, just like having Amazon send you stuff or just the Amazon delivery service, right? And yeah. you buy anything. Because the whole point of this commercial is she is buying all kinds of things that are then visually represented around her. This is kind of a tough commercial to start the show with because it's a lot of um, a lot of visual uh, stimuli here. But um, it, it's actually for Instacart. It's not for Amazon at all, which seems like it would almost be a kind of a competitor in a way. Yeah, I, I think you're right because I was on Amazon the other day getting something and one of my options to get it was through Amazon, through Whole Foods. Uh-huh, yeah. You know, I had to, it would have cost me like 10 extra dollars in delivery fees to get it from Whole Foods, but that was a new thing to me mm-hmm. that like, I could order something from Whole Foods through Amazon. Yes, right. Which I'm sure that is, I mean, that's Instacart. That's, that's their business model. Yeah, and that's got to be also the long-term plan, right? Just to integrate. Everything, yeah. Amazon with um, Fresh, Whole Foods. Whole even Foods. more. Yeah, right. Um, 
So uh, things get surreal in this commercial. It begins with, I think Lizzo first says, I want some cherries. She's just like shopping on Instacart. And then suddenly there is like the the bow of like a cherry tree over her. And it's like dropping cherries all over her. And then she says, ooh, I, no, I want cherry ice cream. And then a giant spoon comes in from the <laughs> wall and like kind of dumps a big uh, a thing of, of uh, ice cream near the tub. Um, and then it just gets more and more kind of surreal and... Um, what's what I'm looking for? It's uh, almost, it's very choreographed, even though there's no actual dancing. Mm-hmm. It just has the the vibe of kind of a big, a, a, a big set number like that. So there's going to be a lot of stuff that we'll try to describe. Take a listen to this. Hmm. What am I gonna get? <gasps> oh, cherries! Oh, okay. How about cherry ice cream? Huge With spoon. Sprinkles. Everything is huge and outsized, and now now she's transported to like a black and white Parisian scene. Because she wanted a baguette, and now she's totally giving the female gaze to the guy carrying the baguette. Gotta have takis. Oh, oh, I need balls. So uh, that's a little bit weird. So she wants to order Takis, and that sends her out into some, like, hot desert somewhere where Takis are raining down. And then I guess she just yells as an expression, oh, balls? Yeah. And then she says, oh, I need balls. And now she's buried in soccer and basketballs. In Back in her bathroom, she's buried in soccer and ma- uh, basketballs. And so now she's going to say, I think she needs glue because the entire room is going to turn upside down and all the balls are going to fall out of her tub, but she and everything else will stay there. I'm going to need some glue. Oh, and a new charger. I can never find those things. And I got to get flowers for mommy. (laughs) And a little something for me. Can I get a rope? By the end, the bathroom, again, the size of a ballroom, is just filled with people and things. And um, it's quite, it's maximalist in its design. But beautiful, Beautiful, right? Like, it's why it caught my eye and it made me think, oh, yeah, how many times are people sitting in the bathtub selling a shit? Um, I don't, I didn't like the end, (laughs) to quote our favorite Portlandia sketch. I can't tell if it's a joke at the end or just weird writing or something in between when she says, oh, got to get flowers for mom. And we see flowers all over the place. And then she says, and a little something for me. Is that a joke? Because the whole commercial has been about I, her getting stuff for herself. I, that's how I took it. Yeah. yeah. OK. Um, for some reason, the the ending, because I really like that commercial and the, the ending just sort of seemed like it was just a little bit landing on the wrong foot for the me. The writing feels so incidental in that to me. Yeah, like it's all yeah. about the visuals. Yeah, absolutely. And they are stunning. They're really stunning. Um, so that got me thinking about about these bathtub commercials. And I, I'll be honest with you, I just typed in bathtub commercial, <laughs> skipped all of the commercials for actual bathtubs and just saw what I came up with. And I tried to put them in some sort of an order here. We have another musician in a tub. And this is going to be from the past couple of years. I think I know very little it's not even fair to say that. I know nothing about this artist. Saweetie, Only, you listen to Move in 92. I'm listening to a lot of Move in 92. It wouldn't shock me to, to learn that I do know a Saweetie song, but I don't. I only know the name of the artist in passing. Well, this is more my kind of introduction. Oh, I know. I just Saweetie. Googled Saweetie. I, okay. she, she does Best Friend. She's my best friend. It's uh, that's all I don't I, know it, but keep going. That's all I can sing of it, but I do know it. Well, this one is a meta video. You might even it's not it's not selling meta. That's another 
another digital service. It's um, we're running out of words that aren't products. <laughs> it's another postmodern uh, sort of commercial where she realizes she's in the commercial. This is a commercial for YouTube Premium, okay? And we see her. She's in the tub. It's really funny. She's in the tub, and she's just, like, talking to her rubber ducky. And then somebody's like, uh, uh, sweetie, you're 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 on now. It's time to it's time to be singing, and you're in the middle of your own music video. And she's like, "What? I thought we were waiting for the pre rolls." It's like, no, with YouTube Premium, there are no pre rolls, so you should get singing. And so I had to kind of reverse engineer this. Um, and this is a, a quick scene from her video for the song "Closer." Okay. Um, and and so uh, I think that's all the setup you need. Just know that while you see her sitting in the tub talking to her rubber ducky. Um, it sort of looks like you're watching it on YouTube. It was a little confusing for me watching it on my computer because you're, you're <laughs> seeing it as with like kind of the the YouTube frame around right. it and, and whatnot. And again, I just, it really I think she does a great job of talking to her toy. Hey, little rubber ducky. Mama had a long day. Let me tell you. Uh, sweetie, we're supposed to be watching your music video. Isn't there an ad playing? With YouTube Premium, there are no ads. So now there's nothing stopping you from dropping those icy bars. I know that's right. That is such a good line. I had to. Look, I didn't. Do you know that song? By the way, hearing it there. No. I had to look it up just by actually googling the lyrics. Um, and it's called "Closer," or I guess "Closer." Probably it's probably not about baseball pitchers. Um, <laughs> but I actually really liked it. It's a good song. Uh, but again, we have uh, uh, one thing. We have a beautiful woman in a tub that this one is claw footed, kind of in the middle of a of a big beautiful bathroom. But that's it's literally the set of her video. That's how you show somebody's rich. <laughs> that's right. You put them in a in a tub in the middle of a room. Oh, I had a little bit of a conceit for this that I was going to ask you to do, so that I'm not just like listing all these commercials. Can you take note of all the tubs in here and let me know at the end of the show which one you would choose if you sure. could have your dream tub? Sure. Do you want to see Saweetie's again? Again, it's kind of in the middle it's a uh it is claw foot but very elegant right it's got a nice lip that rises up at the mm -hmm. back which i've always wanted because i've only ever had a tub that was like you know you know like a, just built into a wall and yeah. like just very functional and rectangular yeah um and i would love a tub that was more sort of ergonomic you know that like allowed you to sit up in it more comfortably mm -hmm. it is amazing as we'll go through these you'll see Almost all of them are tubs that are standalone tubs in yeah, some way or, it's way or another. Sexier. Yeah, because um, just seeing somebody in a tub with a wall directly behind them is not, not very sexy. photogenic at no. all, right? Um, so, out of those two, do you like Saweetie's or um, or Lizzo's better? I uh, I think. Well, I can't remember what Lizzo, what the shape of Lizzo's was. Here, let me show you. I'll call it up here, and you can describe Lizzo's it. Lizzo's bathroom is insanely huge, which mm -hmm. I like. Mm -hmm. um, but I think Saweetie's tub is better. Yeah, um, Lizzo's is almost just more like a big, beautiful golden bowl, bowl yeah. sort of. Yeah, which is uh, striking. But okay, another singer selling us something from the bathtub. This time, it is Faith Hill, and this is from way back in two thousand one. And boy. You don't. You never realize how far away 2001 is until you look back at like kind of the film quality of these old videos. Now, um, now this one is ridiculous. She's once again in. This is like kind of a big, beautiful bathroom, but it's not. Um, 
it's not like it's not a fantasy. It's not a fantasy. It's, it's not just a set like in it's that probably way. a like it wouldn't shock me to learn that Faith Hill has a bathroom that looks exactly like this. exactly, and it looks very like much any yeah. rich person could have this bathtub in this bathroom. Now this is where things get weird. So first of all, this is for Motorola, Altel Motorola, and she's just enjoying her time in the tub, and she's kind of like playing or using her toe to kind of like play around with the the faucet where the water comes out you know yeah you we were familiar with the idea of faucets i didn't have to explain that um and then i gotta say this doesn't hold up under scrutiny she sticks her toe up into the faucet and then it gets stuck and now suddenly she's stuck in the tub and she's trying to reach her motorola phone which is on like a little table next to the tub but it's just out of her reach Looking back, I can't remember what the cell is here. Like, you can't reach your phone. I don't know. Take a listen. Oh, she realizes her toe is stuck. It's not a very convincing effect. No, it is not. If I'm being honest. Oh, she can't, can't sort it out. That's one thing that happens right there, and you see it happen in commercials or TV shows a lot. Like, because this is a standalone tub, she sloshes backwards, and just tons of water goes all over the bathroom she's, floor. She's got help. Yeah, but somebody's got to clean that up. I know. Also, it sort of looks like it's a, a carpeted floor. If that's true, that's a terrible idea. I mean, just terrible design. That's, if she has a carpeted bathroom, uh, if that's what's happening here, somebody is a sociopath. Yeah, and also, like, wow, what's going on? Your toe is getting stuck in the... That seems like a design flaw right there. I guess so, but I think like also don't as an adult you should know not to stick your big toe up the faucet. First of all, that sounds gross to me. Yeah. I don't care how clean your house is, that's probably gross. And secondly, like I just don't think anyone would just do, no one would do that. No adult would do that. Even if it even if you were to get stuck in there, I don't think a normal adult would do that. I don't know how you'd get stuck. But anyway, we'll continue here. <laughs> She's reaching for her phone. All tells total freedom plans help you stay connected. That is a dumb. Yes, says need to make a call. Our plan keeps you connected, but she can't reach the phone. Yeah, if it was like a voice activation thing, I would, I could buy it. You know, like all right, imagine you can't reach your phone, but just need to make a call is. This is a terrible It's a pitch. terrible sell there, yeah. right? Um, now, let's kind of roll on. We kind of have a theme here. We've had, you know, musicians in tubs. So far, we've had a lot of sexy ladies in Sexy tubs. ladies in tubs. Uh, it's not all that, um, but it just sort of worked out that way because of the way I have this arranged. Um, but now we're going to skip ahead nine years. It's still Motorola. They're still going strong. Now they have, a, this woman is not a musician that I know of, but as you say, another beautiful, stunning woman in Megan Fox. I had to look it up. I don't know who Megan, I mean, I... <laughs> you don't know who Megan Fox I, is? She was in the Transformer movie, I think, which I saw that. Yes. But like, I did not know who this woman was. I, I had to look she it up. She was a real it girl for a minute, and she was like... I know the name, She definitely. was, you know, yeah. just absolutely like... She was like, I think she was on the cover of Maxim every month for like a yeah. whole calendar year. I was going to say when I, I was about to make a Maxim reference, I don't know if that magazine is around anymore, but it does seem like, yeah, she would have been at the tail end of the the Maxim style, the, the type of woman that Maxim readers obsess over and yeah. that Maxim obsess over. Um, and this was for Allegedly a Allegedly she Bowl. got bounced from the Transformer movies because um, I think like the she and the director had some personal issue 
And it sounds like he was like kind of skeevy. It made him look bad, not her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, once again, now she is in a bathtub and I will say this little snowflake on this side of the table, Genevieve, pointing at myself, I do not like some of the signifiers in this. So we see Megan Fox. She's in a tub. That's when I realized, oh, she must be famous because she's talking about her Motorola something or other, which is 2010. And it does not look like a like a phone from 2010. It's kind of a touch screen, but it's I don't know. It's kind of weird and chunky. Um, and she makes a comment like, "Ooh, if I took a photo," or she, I think she's just taking selfies of herself in the tub. And again, there's suds and everything, but she takes like she she makes a duck face and she takes a selfie in the tub. And then she says to us something like, "I wonder what would happen if I posted this to the internet." And then suddenly it cuts to reactions around the world of Megan Fox posting a bathtub selfie to the internet. We see some guy who's up uh, like working on some power lines, and all of a sudden the power lines just start sparking all around him. This is kind of funny, but. Pretty cheeky. We see a woman uh, pounding on her, presumably her son's bedroom door saying, open up. What are you doing in there? Because he's caught sight of this Megan Fox thing. We see a, a married couple, a man and a woman, and the man's trying to explain what he was looking at on his phone and the woman smacks him. Then we cut to two men who are in their kitchen together who are coded as like gay, but in this very stereotypical gay way. Yeah, pretty like, swishy. Very. It, it reminds me a bit of... um. It's almost like the bird cagey exaggeration of gayness, and yeah. the the gay men are smacking each other too because <laughs> Megan Fox is so her sexiness transcends exactly. orientation. Yeah, yeah. We get and it. then then they're oh, and then the finally we see two guys are on some work uh, site together uh, working on somebody's house, and one guy is supposed to be holding the ladder, but uh, he isn't because he's obsessed with looking at this photo on his phone. We never see the photo, by the way. We just see a bunch of people staring at their phones. This little guy from Motorola has Motoblur. He pulls all of my important stuff and lets me update my networks all at once. I wonder what would happen if I were to send this out. Timmy, what are you doing? No, that I was just... Got me? Yeah. Grab it, grab it. Falling, the ladder's falling. Probably nothing. That very much reminds me of a 2010, um, I mean, it is a Super Bowl commercial from 2010, but that was like, it seems like we're still like kind of in the height of like the Danica Patrick, how sexy, how far can we push the boundaries of this Super Bowl commercial? Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's like such a tired, Mm -hmm. it feels like a tired joke. I mean, the two gay guys slapping each other was kind of funny. That's funny. That's the part that I sort of felt like was a little insulting, sort of. Just like in the way that they're depicted seems so like old fashioned. Well, everything about it was like that. Yeah. I mean, if you I mean, like in terms of the the retrograde uh, kind of played out quality of everybody's everyone is is reduced to a stereotype in that. Um, I just thought like it was a little bit of a it was a little bit of a funny joke or a little bit of a surprise surprising funny joke to have the mm-hmm. two guys doing it but yeah like i don't know megan fox as a as a sex object and a sex pot is just like i feel like i've been i feel like i've been over it for a hundred years yeah i just learned about it and then i got over it <laughs> um no i knew when you say the name megan fox i know that she is like the person like oh yeah like the sexiest woman alive yeah. or whatever um okay so We've seen a lot of beautiful women so far. Let's go to this cottage cheese ad from 1997. It's for 
a company called Breakstone. Do you know Breakstone yeah, I've heard of cheeses it. Yeah. Or, or dairy products? Well, this is apparently... I don't feel like it's a brand that I see in our stores a lot, but I've heard yeah, of it. Yeah, it feels like it's from a different... Definitely feels like it's from a different time uh, and a different place. This is from 1997. And we have a guy who is clearly portraying the founder of Breakstone. They'll, they'll say his full name in here at some point. The last name is Breakstone. But he's in a tub. You don't see much of his tub, by the way. It's going to be harder for you to judge whether or not you want his tub. I think Megan Fox's tub, by the way, was outside... Oh, was it actually outside? It was like a fantasy tub? Fantasy tub. I mean, if you're rich enough. Oh, you're right. Or is she just just in a room that has all glass walls and I'm just seeing a lot of outside? I thought she was just surrounded by plants and stuff. Yeah. Well, it's hard to tell. She's very surrounded by greenery. Yeah. That's like if it's a glass walled bathroom... But surrounded by greenery, I'm still not into a glass wall bathroom. No, I don't think I can no. get on board with that. Yeah, me neither. I can't. I couldn't see t- too much of that. So, so right now, um, Sweetie's tub is winning for yeah. you, right? Um, now this Breakstone ad, he actually the tub is up against a wall. You don't see too much of it. I think it might be another clawfoot tub though. Like nobody likes any kind of tub that isn't clawfoot. I feel like in it's commercials. like yeah, there's no plebe tubs in this in this roundup I assume but it's a much more uh, modest situation right it's like a bathroom that any of us might have his tub is next to the window he's bathing with the door open right yes and he's wearing a straw boater and he's wearing a straw hat which is I I guess what this character does it's how you identify him as the founder of Breakstone so he's sitting in the tub with an unopened I guess jug or tub of um yeah, literally, I guess it's like a tub of cottage cheese, right? Like, yep. what would that be, a pint or something, Looks like right? a pint. And as you'll hear him musing out loud, he's trying to brainstorm in the tub. He's trying to come up with another way to package and sell cottage cheese. For Sam Breakstone, the workday starts early. How can I get my creamy cottage cheese to taste fresh every time I open it? Sam, get out of the tub. There's got to be a way to make it taste fresh every time. Get out of the tub, Sam. There's got to be a way. There's got to be. Sam Breakstone, get out of the tub. That's it. Breakstone's cottage cheese is out of the tub and available in snack size four packs for a fresh taste every time. Honey, you're a genius. Get away. Okay, at the end, he's out of the tub, but he's only got a towel wrapped around him, and the dog is pulling the towel down. I, I mean, I saw the joke coming. You know, you, you sure. hear it, you hear it coming a mile away, but I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. He's like a sound alike for Danny DeVito. Oh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he really does. I feel like yeah, there's like he's a type too. He's not like he's a, he looks. He's got a uh, time to make the donuts guy. Yes, yes, to and him. a little bit of the guy who gets up in the middle of the night and is like Elka Seltzer. I need my Elka Seltzer. Yeah, there was like there was a lot of commercial work for dudes that looked like that yeah. in like the seventies and sixties. Uh, um, okay, now we've seen a lot of beautiful women, and then uh, you know, like a guy who's not he's beautiful on the inside. He's maybe beautiful on the inside. How about a beautiful man? in a tub Genevieve yeah I'm, yeah I'm here for it finally right now the problem is I like his tub now his tub another clawfoot tub but a modern clawfoot tub that is almost like it's a uh, it's curved almost like the, the top of it's like a smile it's right? very upswept at both yeah, ends which upswept. I like um, beautiful bathroom I love the bathroom yeah functional this, but s- plenty of space lots of beautiful tiling mm-hmm. uh, nice big window um, but not like a crazy amount of space don't you? You get the impression that this bathroom smells really good too, right? Like this guy, and this you just get the impression that this guy 
uses various products that he <laughs> and his environs smell very nice. Everything is very tasteful. I love the lighting. It's got a very cool vibe to it. So very far, this cool. is winning. And it's a beautiful bathroom, but also like kind of, I mean, not that I'll these things have the, to... I'll put a picture of the winning tub okay. as the show sheet. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, and he's, you know, he's a handsome man. He's not, he's, he's a big man. He's a handsome man. He's got... Um, I, again, I don't know why we're selling creamy. Also, I love cheese. the way the t- the the instead of having the faucet at the other end at mm-hmm. the foot end, it's coming in the it center. It comes in the center where your hand would be. Yeah, and also makes sense from a plumbing standpoint. Yep. Man, I really like this tub. Yep. Well, he has a little cup of something. You can't even really tell what it is at first, but he's got a little cracker, and he dips the cracker into a white substance. I will. I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but it is um, cream cheese. And the cream cheese, he takes a bite of it in the tub, and then he is suddenly swept away. Suddenly we see that his tub is now like in, in the waters off of Massachusetts, and there's a, uh, or somewhere, and there's a lighthouse in the distance, and he's just kind of like having this fantasy while he's eating cream cheese in his tub the waters in massachusetts are never warm enough to go take your tub in well but he's in the tub he never gets out of the tub but it, you're gonna it's gonna be uncomfortable okay well i don't know where they have lighthouses i think of lighthouses a lot kind of, of places anywhere there's pretty much anywhere that water meets land it just didn't seem like a west coast lighthouse to me but i could be wrong um but uh, i'm kind of an expert on what coast <laughs> lighthouses here's the one thing now that i'm thinking about it like his bathroom situation is already a fantasy. Yeah. Like the only place his fantasy can go is out into the waters off Cape Cod, which I'm yeah, doubling guess... down on. No, um, but uh, if you're gonna take a, if you're gonna take your fantasy tubs to a to a far, I mean, he seems it's called Philadelphia. Is it possible he's off oh, the coast of that, Philadelphia? Maybe that would make sense. Yeah, Nobody course, wants yeah. to be in the waters off the coast of Philadelphia. <laughs> no, but again, tub. he's protected in the tub. It's just a beautiful, beautiful place that, you know, eating this cheese on this cracker, it just takes him, it just takes him away. To the icy waters of the Atlantic. <laughs> he's dipping in. Cracker is going into his mouth. The music means... He waves. No, he doesn't wave to the lighthouse. He gives it that thing we used to do when we were kids. When you're passing a truck on the highway, you pull your hand down twice. But the only thing is lighthouses don't have horns. That's what I was just going to tell you. Doing the doing the honk motion, yes, to a lighthouse, which is different than the honking it motion. <laughs> honking it motion. I mean, lighthouse experts. I was very wrong about the um, buoy having a bell sound. Buoys uh, do have bells, okay. which is another uh, water safety feature that I didn't know about. It's not impossible, I guess, that a lighthouse would also have some kind of sound. You know, like a uh, foghorn. Like, like maybe fog that's the point horn. of a lighthouse. Maybe they're the I ones who have the fog. They should probably have a foghorn. So, is it normal? Lighthouse experts get at me. Is it normal for a lighthouse, in addition to the light feature, for it to also have a foghorn? Because he does that motion, like make a honk sound. Make and a honk sound. Way, way in make the a distance. honk sound motion. <laughs> and then way in the distance, you hear the horn. Take a look at this horn. Says you don't just taste it, you feel it. You feel it, I should say. <laughs> Philadelphia cream cheese. Um, I should say you fill it. I know, I didn't even <laughs> it came out funny. Um, fill it. I, 
<laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> Fill the vibes. Um, you know, it just feels right. It just feels right. Oh my God, Genevieve, that's a great. <laughs> you should pitch that. Yeah. Here's the thing that I like about this commercial. Um, I love the whole thing for decades and I wanna, decades and I decades. I want to eat a cracker full of cream cheese after I watch that. We always see women taking yes. a bite of food in a bathtub and then they're transported somewhere away. Right. Chocolates, yogurts, sure. whatever. It's very rare that, I mean, the, all of the trappings of this would be those types of commercials. Yeah. But instead, it's a big man, you and know? And a black like, man, Yeah, too. just in a very, very handsome man. Like, yeah. I don't think... I don't think we're supposed to know who he is. It doesn't say on this website that uh, he's a known actor or anything. He doesn't but... look familiar to me, but he is a he's a handsome man, and yeah. I I like it. The song is by Irma Thomas. I also very much like that. Yeah, um, I'm a fan of this whole thing. Yeah, pretty good. And that's the winning tub for you so far. Winning huh? tub, winning commercial. All right. A lot of people think the Trivago guy is hot as well. Um, he does less for me. Um, but you know, the Travago, am I saying that right? Yeah. Yeah, Travago. You know, he was kind of a meme for a while because people found him handsome, but he was always but a little disheveled. a little disheveled, right? How do you get around the disheveledness of a man? Just take him out of all of his clothes. You take him out of all of his clothes and you put him in his own bathtub. Now, how would you describe this bathroom and this bathtub setup? Well, here's one where it is against the wall. It's more it's more um conventional in the sense that it actually does kind of look it's it's unusual it's it's got um like a brick a, a tiling around it that makes it look like it's a brick tub i mean it's mm-hmm. just tile but like a good, nice green it's brick sort of an unusual tile, tiling yeah. scenario but it's just a square it's just a tub that's built into a wall in a fairly normal bathroom you can see that it has a laundry machine in it so it's yeah. like the way a, a middle class home would have like a bathroom that that isn't just some fantasy luxury thing. Yeah, it's not I, luxurious. You know, it, it's, it's perfectly serviceable. It's totally serviceable. It's got a look to it. Yeah, it's got design it's stylish. to it. It's stylish, but like it does like right behind it it has in good shape, but it has like an old style radiator right. here, right? And that it's signaling that a lot of That gives you like, a lot of character, but it also signals a certain middle class middle class excess, thing. Yeah. And I really am fascinated by the the idea that the, you can just see that there's also a washer and dryer in here Everything's as well. intentional. And it's not it doesn't look cluttered, but it also doesn't look like exceptionally unused, right. you know. So they are Travago. They're trying to appeal to you. They they don't want to make it seem you like could, you might be a person who lives here, right? Exactly. And so the Travago guy is in the tub and he's booping around on his phone. And then as he boops around, all of a sudden he gets sucked under the water of his tub and he starts showing up in some of these beautiful places where one might book a vacation. Suddenly he pops up. You see his kind of chest and head pop up in a um what do you call it? An infinity pool overlooking a beautiful on a roof, city on a roof. Top yeah. infinity pool overlooking. Um, I'm sure that city is recognizable to somebody. Yeah. I don't. I can't identify the skyline, but it looks like a real one. And it looks like a. It looks like a. Yeah, very specific skyline too, with some um, buildings in there that people would recognize anyway um and then he gets pulled underwater again now he pops up somewhere and he's in an ocean somewhere just off beautiful just off the shore uh coastline yeah aqua, aqua waters and then he pops well the editing is precise on yeah this. you can almost see he the, almost, is he wearing you can sell he pops out no you can sort of see we're really zabrudering this here over here but um you can see that he's probably wearing some shorts there i mean or presumably but yeah. like when we're really yeah we're we're kind of scrubbing through this kind of slowly but like 
He pops way out of the water. Yeah, when he finally, so he pops back up in his own tub. They had to have an intimacy coach for this, uh, <laughs> just just for him to do this. So he pops back back up into his own tub, and then he he's talking to us this whole time. And then at the end, he is wearing clothes. He's wearing a robe, a bath, a nice comfortable looking bathrobe uh, as he finishes the pitch. Sometimes I like to go on Trivago and explore the different possibilities a hotel can offer me. Ah! A beautiful swimming pool. A Caribbean beach. Whoa! Okay. Start planning with Trivago. Search for your destination, choose filters, and select your maximum budget. Trivago will compare prices from hundreds of websites worldwide to find the ideal hotel for you. Hotel? I like that Trivago. he narrated his experience, which is very helpful for our listeners. Yes. I almost wonder if they needed that. That could be something they added later if the story wasn't explicit enough it's pretty clear where he is yeah but anyway um i wonder if they got so much feedback about him being um you know dirty and disheveled that they're like well i guess have him take a bath yeah the one thing that i would have added to this commercial is at the end i feel like he should be in like an apple store getting his phone replaced (laughs) yeah i don't think any phone is that waterproof as he uh, carries it around the world underwater with him Okay, this next one is for another, I believe, travel uh, service, right? Hotwire. Hotwire. Hotwire does. And um, we see a woman in a bathtub, and it's a pretty tight shot on her. We just sort of see her arm and her head, and she's smiling. Um, And then we're going to get a flashback here of the same woman. Like, this is a nice, brightly lit sort of bathroom she's in. We see lots of whites and and aqua blues in the background. Seems pleasant. Seems very pleasant. Not like Lizzo's bathroom. No, middle class pleasant. But but pleasant. Um, And you can see some rolled up towels behind her indicating that she is in a hotel somewhere. Um, But as she's talking or as the narration goes on, you see another universe where she is in like a very standard mid-range to cheap hotel bathtub the kind that's like just one piece of plastic that it's all plastic molded molded. you see like the little shelves behind her and the lighting is very yellow yellow and greenish awful and um she just looks miserable she's in the tub in this flashback but you the the dampness on her face almost seems a little bit more like like perspiration almost and she just seems very unhappy that's a bold move to take a bath in a tub at a motel like that yes exactly and it doesn't look necessarily filthy it doesn't even look it's just like the lighting does a lot of the work of just being like it's just not great right yeah um but then we flash back to her being in this nicer hotel again where everything is well lit and her face looks nice and fresh all the towels are rolled up in a a cute way that's like the towels to me sell this like i want to bury my face in those rolled up towels (laughs) and so um the point here is don't book yourself a cheap hotel where you're going to be in a nasty bathtub book yourself an expensive hotel for cheap don't book a cheap hotel Hello? Book an expensive hotel for cheap on Hotwire and live in a bathtub. And then at the end, you just sort of see her smiling and goofing around with the bubbles and really enjoying herself. That's a powerful ad. Yeah. It really is. Like, the 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 dangled carrot of luxury for cheap that these travel sites hold out is, um, it's truly like a siren song mm-hmm. to me. I think, you know... I will spend hours and hours like price you know uh, like bargain hunting and and comparison shopping 
for hotels and like trying to eke out one more star for roughly the same price, you know? Yeah. What, um, what I really like is this, this like kind of alternative universe bathroom, which is supposed to be dingy. Like again, the shots you don't see, it's not over the top with like soap scum or dirt, but the lighting and the fact that you can see the toilet, the edge and you of can the see toilet. the toilet and the sound. I want to play yeah. this again. The sounds of a hotel where you just sort of hear water running somewhere in, or dripping in the distance, and that that just constant the buzz of the hum, light, the buzz and hum of a light, and maybe an air conditioner unit. Hello, book an experience. I think that that is a pretty damning version of like a mid-range hotel bathroom yeah, yeah yeah now you have to, it's very hard even a nice hotel now they where they cheap out are the bathrooms like yeah well they make the cheap ones that look like hey this is a modern bathroom with all glass walls and no door on it yeah. and there's just going to be one drain in the middle of the floor for the entire bathroom because like it's not expensive to make that but it but because it's unusual and 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 with a lot of space people think it's they, they confuse it with luxury yes. it's terrible yeah the nicest i once stayed um, at like a very fancy resort in Ojai uh, when I worked for this company that like spent its money on some weird things in my opinion and my room like the bathroom was the best thing about it uh-huh. it was like it was true that's how you knew it was true luxury the room itself was nice but I don't really remember anything about it I'm sure the sheets were high thread count I'm sure the TV was big or whatever the bed was nice what I remember was that there was a full jacuzzi tub in the mm-hmm. bathroom and a separate room with the toilet and you know everything was just like so spread out and so luxurious and that's how i knew it was like a for real nice hotel mm-hmm. i feel like i made a mistake here i should have put this jason momoa ad after the other handsome man in a bathtub no. ad well here we are now here we are now um i'm gonna move this up the list one and, and jump to it right here the next commercial i have for you is um maybe my favorite of the bunch surprisingly so but do you remember I believe it was, I think it was two Super Bowls ago, but it might have been the last Super Bowl. There was a Jason Momoa ad for Rocket Mortgage. And the whole thing is he's coming home and you see like paparazzi and whatever, like kind of snapping his photo as he's driving home. But then once he gets home, he just parks in his garage and he comes home and he starts saying, it's just nice to be home where I can be myself. And he takes off his boots and all of a sudden he's yes. like, like... He takes off his arms. Well, he takes off his boots. He's like five inches shorter. Right. And then he's like taking off his arms and he's not a big muscle man. He just has like these tiny little arms. And then eventually he takes off his wig and we realize he's just it's like got male pattern baldness and really long stringy hair. In fact, at the very end, I believe he's trying to... um bench press and suddenly there's a quick cameo of his wife Lisa uh, Bonet. Bonet who's like trying to help she helps she's him. spotting him yeah she's so much stronger than yeah him. I she... looked up their ages you know I don't know if we talked about it last time I kind of didn't realize I didn't realize they were an item until um that commercial I think they they still are together there's a big age difference it's a rare Hollywood thing where the she's woman is like him, about yeah. a decade I think older than him yeah. um anyway that commercial was I mean, really cute she's like had every hot dude Really? I mean, she was like she and Lenny. I mean, you know, her she and oh, Lenny Kravitz right. were together for a long time. Right, right, they right. Have a daughter. Zoe, right, who's very famous. So by every hot dude, I just mean Lenny Kravitz and Jason Momoa. <laughs> but honestly, I think that covers the waterfront. <laughs> she is. She really steals the end of that commercial I was talking yeah, about, she's so where good. she's like, "Okay, it's fine, it's fine, honey," and she just casually picks up the bar that he's trying to bench press. Um, anyway, they released Rocket Mortgage that is released a teaser commercial this never aired during the Super Bowl but this was something 
that they put out online, I think, to get people interested in the upcoming Jason Momoa uh, commercial that would air during the Super Bowl or the big game. And this really made me laugh. I can't even really tell what the premise here is, though, but it's still like this idea of just like, oh, this is Jason Momoa at home relaxing in his, in his element, right? Mm-hmm. And um, in this one, it's like it's a montage. It's not going to do a lot of justice on the podcast because, again, it's kind of visual. and It's quick cutting between a bunch of things. Um, but I just really want you to see it, Genevieve, because I think it's funny. He's like reading a romance novel in the tub, and you'll hear him kind of reacting to that, like, oh, no, she didn't or whatever. Um, but then there are also scenes of him um, just talking into the mirror, like psyching himself up for his big Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> and like at one point, he's talking into a, a, a a comb or a brush at the beginning like it's his microphone um and then later on it devolves into him just looking in the mirror and i don't think he's supposed to be stoned but he's just saying like momoa momoa it's fun to say here to take a listen to this but you've never seen jason momoa like this <clears throat> but you've never seen jason momoa like this he's playing with suds he's doing in the like tub. There's a beard and wig with momoa. with uh, bubbles Channel the dragon. What? No. He's reading his romance novel. Skid and juicy. <laughs> Momoa. <laughs> Momoa. That's what we're just saying. <laughs> he's he's uh, tweezing his eyebrows. <laughs> Give me a kiss. Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> Is Jason Momoa like you've never seen him? That's really fun, and it really that has the feel of something where he was given some direction, but also told to just have fun with it. Yeah, and they just took the best cuts. That that voice he's doing, he's talking to his dog who's in the bathroom bubble with beard. him. Bubble beard, bubble beard. <laughs> it's just really, really. That's charming. like the most charming. I mean, I like him, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen him in things that I've enjoyed. Um, not really an Aquaman. Uh, uh you know major fan but um and he was in thrones right he was in the he was in thrones of course yeah that's probably the first time i became aware of him that's all i've ever seen i watched like start to finish this pretty dumb show that he was in but i just it was one of those oh it was like a it was a game of thrones light show right well take place in not in the not uh, exactly i mean in the sense that it's like a costume drama yes but it was about like the the fur trapping Oldie oh times yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like when the French and the English and the um, and the indigenous people were sort of all jockeying for position and at war with each other, um, and and like trying to control the fur trade. Mm-hmm. And he was like a sort of he sort of his character kind of straddled several different cultures, and so he but he was right at the center of all this stuff. I got really into it. It was like. It wasn't the greatest show ever made, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was, it had just enough, it was sort of an interesting historical period that hasn't been done to death, like the Mm -hmm. Tudors, right? Like, I've read about and seen so many stories that take place in Tudor England, Mm -hmm. and I thought that, like, Canadian fur trading times was kind of like an interesting time to set a historical drama. You know, I'm looking back. I guess I was wrong. I thought he was in another Game of Thrones, like cheesy ripoff show. But maybe I'm just thinking of uh, Frontiers, the name of the show yes. you're talking about, right? Uh, maybe I'm uh, maybe I am just thinking of that. I could have sworn that like because, you know, 
he was th- so thronesy. Yeah, and, I mean, he's very like know, butch and yeah, you know exactly. shirtless a lot in that. I swore somebody tried to make a movie or a TV show that was like kind of drafting off of that, but uh, I I guess I'm just straight up wrong about that. I didn't realize also he was in Dune. Why do I not remember him? Being yeah, he's in Dune? um he's kind of like the protector dude, um that that helps. Uh, <sighs> Yeah, the Timothy main, Chalamet. The main boy. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to move on here to this next commercial. I told you that this next one might be my favorite. Actually, that's not fair. There's a, there's a couple more really good ones coming up. Um, but the reason I found this one surprising is because it's the um the Sirius House again. Now this is Sirius XM satellite radio, right? Yep. And we were recently talking about this campaign. Um, on the show because it's a bunch of famous people who all have some connection to Sirius XM. I think sort they of, all although, own a, they all host a show. Well, on we thing, determined right? that wasn't exactly true, Is but true? some of them are musicians who just, I guess, would have music on. Like the Dave show. Grohl doesn't have his own radio show. Not on that Sirius? we could determine. Okay, it was a it's a loose grouping of people with some attachment to Sirius. Because there XM. is a line in this commercial where somebody says, um, "You know, we all have shows to host or something like that." Well, maybe I was wrong. And I, a lot of music. I think I did that with a on the fly Google. That's how I yeah. Did it. No, I do remember that now, and I'm doing it again now. So maybe maybe you are right. Uh, although I just sort of feel like those things change up a lot on Sirius. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Tom you Petty could, had his show. You could have a show, and, yeah. and then you could not have a show. Yeah, tell me about it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're in the Sirius house again, and. As somebody will point out, I'm not going to list all the famous people in this. Maybe we can back announce some of them. I um, see Dax Shepard. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's Dax Shepard. I couldn't tell. You know who I thought that was? I thought that was Aaron Paul when I was watching this the first time. That oh, makes more sense. Bite your tongue. Who's um, more handsome, actually? I think Aaron Paul's more handsome. No maybe. offense, Dax, but like... I think yeah. Aaron Paul's more handsome. Yeah, I'm not familiar enough with celebrity to name most of these people, but I'm going to read the description here. But you have this long line of people who are all ready to take a bath or a shower, right? They're right. all wearing their robes. They have their... they got to wait in line. They, Even, it is an extremely big house. It feels like there's probably more than one bathroom with at least a shower, at least a three-quarter bath. Exactly. And uh, don't worry, Genevieve. They address it because all the people, <laughs> all of the people in this house are waiting to use the one bathroom, which has Brett Favre just soaking away and taking his own uh, sweet time. I mean, seriously, guys, isn't it strange that with all of us in this giant Sirius XM house with like a hundred bedrooms, live recording studios, a miniature basketball court for Kevin Hart? <laughs> <laughs> How great is that joke, too? They're always even with with Kevin not in this one. They're dunking on on his uh, on his size. Basketball court for Kevin Hart and only one bathroom. There better be hot water left. Brent. No, I'm going to be late for my show. It's Brett's bubble time! And then we see Brett Favre yelling, it's Brett's bubble time! Isn't Brett Favre a real piece of shit? Didn't he steal a bunch of money for, or rip off a bunch of money from a charity? Oh, wait a second. Because he likes, he yeah, like yeah. said Is he was that gonna... Favre? That's so funny because when I was watching this, I was like, I always get him confused with the piece of shit who stole the money. No, that's the same guy. Same guy. He, um, yeah, he like, he basically like, uh, sort of like defrauded, um, the, I think the state of Mississippi of like eight hundred thousand dollars for like saying he was going to do speeches for charity. Yes, and not doing them. exactly. It's so funny because I would not think that he would be in a modern commercial like this. Is this older than I thought? Well, it's from September of twenty twenty one. Actually, I am very shocked. They're pretty. Co- they 
kind of, I mean, it might have aired right before that scandal broke. Yeah, maybe I remember the scandal that, broke scan- in twenty twenty one in the it fall. Did? Yeah. Oh, it did. Or I don't know. It's it was uh, it was oh. unfolding in twenty twenty one. Okay, so I wonder if maybe he's more persona non grata now. Um, because yeah, I was thinking like when I first saw this, I was like, oh yeah, he reminds me of that scumbag who's that other quarterback who stole all that money, and like, no, it's, it's him. him. Uh. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna be late for my show. It's Chris Bubble time! Hurry up! You're not the only host that lives here, Brett. And then it just says um, something along the lines of you can listen to all your stuff here in one place. Everything well, I you hope Brett Favre was well here. compensated for that work. Uh, yeah, and I hope that money is going to um, go back to the yeah. charity that it was promised. Um, okay, no longer my favorite one. Uh, I'm just such an idiot. It's just dry. When you said that, I was just like, no, that's the other Viking. The other- or no, no, not, not Viking. Uh, Green Bay. Green Bay, right? Yeah. I better stop talking now. Okay. One last one. This is the only one that I know we've talked about on the show before. At least we've talked about it in our personal lives. I'm quite sure we talked about it on the show. I love this commercial I do love this so commercial. much. And this is the one where you see a woman. At first, you think she's in the bathtub, right? We see that the water is running, but it's a close-up on her, and she's doing that thing we talked about in that cream cheese commercial a little bit, right? Like, her eyes are closed. She's having her moment of bliss in the bath in the bathroom while she's eating Milano cookies. Yeah. Is there... There's, there's like, the standard Milano cookie. That's the one she's eating, right? It's got chocolate. It's, like, a two a Milan- wafers with yes. a little bit of chocolate and a, a hint of mint in it, I Well, believe. that's a mint Milano. Oh, so A that, standard Milano okay. has is just chocolate and cookie. Oh, uh, I would take the mint. Okay, good to know. What about you? Uh, I think so. I'll go standard. I mean, not that I would say no to the mint, but I think if I'm just picking one out, I go uh, standard. I go mint. Anyway... So um, she's she's enjoying her cookie and sort of taking her away, we assume, as her eyes are closed and she looks like she's daydreaming. But then, of course, there comes a knock on the door and her reverie is shattered. Okay. Um, as we hear a kid say, Mom, are you in there? And then suddenly we realize she's not even in the tub. She's sitting on the floor of her damn bathroom <laughs> with her back up against the tub. The tub is filled with like kids' toys and various <laughs> things. And she's probably running the water in the tub just to clean these things. But she's just trying to steal one moment for herself. And then the kid knocks on the door to find out if she's in the bathroom. Now that's some great acting right there. She's she's trying to like kind of finish her cookie in her mouth kind of as quickly as she can, but you can tell that like she kind of needs some milk or something yeah. and she she clears <laughs> she clears out her mouth and then offers this to the kid. It's dad. And you hear the kid run away. You gave them your bathtub. Don't give them your cookies. Pepperidge Farm Milano. Save something for yourself. I love her performance. I do too. So it makes much. me so sad. For, for parents, but yeah. I love her performance. <laughs> I know. Did we talk about that in the parent in the in the show that we did about uh, anti-parenting? I'm not sure. Yeah, the commercials just make parenting look so yeah rough. rough. Anyway, yes, I do love that ad. Her performance is great. But favorite bathtub is far and away Philadelphia cream cheese. Yeah, gimme, it's a beautiful. Gimme. It's a beautiful tub. I was trying to figure out. I wanted. To, there are two commercials. I want to end on a negative note, but there are two commercials that I find 
to varying degrees, very confusing. <laughs> confusing like the, jazz? Yeah, exactly. Let me play this first one for you. I think it's a 15-seconder, and it makes you think that, like, maybe this was part of a longer commercial, like a 30-seconder that where more is explained, because I find it so, so confusing. It's like a point-of-view shot where you're you're this gentleman, right? And And you're looking down in your hand, and you see two Duracell batteries and some toy robot. And then the voiceover says something like, you wouldn't, um, something about trust, something about, uh, you know, the trust you put into these batteries that you put into your kids' toys. Take a listen to this. Do you need the most trusted battery for your son's favorite toy? Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe you could trust he wouldn't leave the upstairs water running. Or you could just trust Duracell. So in this fantasy, you didn't go with Duracell. Right. You put some cheaper batteries in the robot toy. Is the idea then because the toy is dead, then the boy goes upstairs and just turns the water on in the bathtub so that it soaks the floor and eventually the bathtub falls through the bathroom floor onto the mom who's in the living room? She barely dodges out of the way. Her her instincts are super good. Her self-preservation instincts are great. Um because otherwise it would be an even darker commercial than it is. Yeah. I guess what I took away from it, and I don't think this is well constructed, is you could no more trust these bad these cheapo batteries to work than you could trust your child not right. to do a crazy thing that's gonna ruin your house. Which and is the like writing most is just people so I don't bad. know I don't know if commercial writers know this, but most people actually do get through childhood without filling up a bathtub so full of water that it crashes through a floor. Yeah. Didn't Geico have a commercial running for a long time where somebody's running the bathtub upstairs and there some kids turn it on, the water's pouring all it's, over the place? It's not a bathtub. It's um it's the gecko and the gecko's downstairs and like water's seeping through the ceiling yeah. and the gecko's like, Oh, maybe there's a burst pipe and then we cut to upstairs and the kids have got like a fully inflated like uh, like 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 pool like inflatable kitty pool, pool. Kiddie pool. Oh, I didn't remember that. and they're, that was a they tub. filled it with water uh, and they have destroyed their home. Okay, yeah. Well, you can add this, but also just listen to the voiceover here. Just do you need the most trusted battery for your son's favorite toy? Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe you could trust he wouldn't leave the upstairs water running. None what? of this makes sense. No, no. It, the it, writing doesn't make sense. The story doesn't make sense. The physics don't make sense. None of that makes sense at all. I do not like that. And then tell Sorry, me. Sorry, Copper Top. Okay. In this one, I'm not even going to set it up that much. But all I can tell you is AT&T, this must have been part of a campaign where um, this, is a, this is for Xfinity, right? But their competition, AT&T, is personified sure. as a unwanted roommate essentially okay. i think i said i was going to set it up and oh, i man, guess we should I'm have doing... done a whole show on personified competitors i mean you got, obviously uh, you got john hodgman i'm a pc oh uh, no jo oh yeah john hodgman sorry yes 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 and uh and then i like this one or you know like this one's obviously he's an at&t i bet there's more for some reason you said hodgman i was picturing john ham i'm often picturing either john ham or ham um but uh john or as, as flo calls him Tom Ham. <laughs> yes, there are more of those. We talked about one of them. The, they have. Really, there are so many of them. They're great. Okay, hear me out. This is my theory because John Ham, as we we have been discussing ad nauseum in our house because he's been on Comedy Bang Bang recently. We just cannot get over like what a good sport and what a naturally funny and fun and self aware person John Ham is. 
I they have made so many John Hamm commercials for Progressive. I almost feel and and they and the character that he plays is this like sad sack thirsty guy who's in love with Flo and she's totally oblivious to his attentions. Him, you know, uh-huh. the most handsome, yeah. the handsomest of handsome men, and charming, and charming, and he's just like a sad, desperate loser who wants her attention, and she keeps calling him the wrong name. I like to believe that John Hamm approached Progressive and was like, "I love your ads; they're so funny. I love this. I love this cast of characters you've assembled. I really want to be part of this cast of characters. Can we just do like? Yeah. Can I? Can we have a limited series of John Hamm go like hangs out with a Progressive crew? Well, remember Scott Ackerman asked him, "Why are you doing so many commercials?" And he says, "Because I have bills to pay, Scott." <laughs> And Scott says, yeah, why do you have so many bills to pay? And he says, how about you don't get into my finances? It was the only time in the 90-minute show that John Hamm was not yes and about it. I think it's because he approached Progressive and was like, I'll work for free. I'll work for free. I'll pay you. I'll pay you. (laughs) I just want to hang out with this crew. I think they're hilarious. He's really good, man. Uh, Anyway, he's not in this commercial, and this commercial is not very good. I was just so confused. Maybe in the context of the broader campaign, as I just described it, assuming I'm right that this was an ongoing thing they're personifying AT&T as the person in your house that you want to get rid of essentially but we see a man and I didn't know what the relationship was going into this I thought these guys were just like maybe husbands or maybe roommates or something but we see a man who's presumably the homeowner outside the door of his bathroom his own bathroom and he's annoyed because he can't get in the bathroom because this other guy who's like a schlubby guy, I now am noticing he's wearing a T-shirt in the tub that says AT&T on it. Yeah. And he's just kind of this schlubby guy um, who's just like kind of relaxing in this bubble bath apparently with his clothes on. We live with AT&T and we are well past the honeymoon phase. <laughs> Occupado, Tom. AT&T. What's this I hear about you advertising a 100% fiber network? Only like a fraction of my customers can get that. That's it? You have such a glass half empty attitude. The glass is more than half empty. You need to relax, Tom. Oh. Tom, you need a little Tom time. And a little TT. Stop living with AT&T. Xfinity delivers gigs. That's one of those things again where maybe it felt like a little bit of like um, improv at the end. And they went with that one. I don't know. Like the thing just doesn't land right. I find it a little confusing. I do think the first time I watched this, I had no idea what I was getting into. But now having thought about it and contextualizing it. I actually think that the concept is kind of fun. Like we've been living with AT&T, right? Like you're Mm -hmm. living with the service that you hate. um, And I think that like that structure could be really funny. I don't think that they nailed the right way of showing the irritation of having an unwanted house guest. Okay, I have one more commercial I want to play for you, Genevieve, before we get into the ad council. But we don't really have, this is, I'm, I'm switching gears here, but we don't have like any kind of fanfare to get into this. I told you a couple of times on the show now, Genevieve, I've told you a couple of times <laughs> on the show now, as you well know from living with me, that I've been digging through this old box of VHS cassettes that I found at a garage sale. I'm digitizing the content. I'm posting as many of the commercials up to YouTube as possible. You can look for the After These Messages YouTube page. There's more than one. Look for ours. You'll figure it out. I'm terrible at SEO. Anyway, um, <laughs> you'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, that's my approach to SEO too. SEO too is like, you'll figure it out if you want it bad enough. Yeah, exactly. I know enough people have started following us that people are finding it. Um, look for our look for our logo uh, when you're looking for it. But um, 
I'm assuming you know what our logo looks like. Anyway, uh, I don't know what to call this segment. Is it like from the VHS vault? We maybe should have some music. I've been avoiding playing a video killed the radio star. Yeah, that that. seems like too doesn't even really make sense and it's overused so i don't know we need some sort of fanfare for this if anybody has any ideas for even just a title of yeah. this thing um let We're me really know struggling. but um this is not bathtub related this is just a commercial that i came across on the vhs tape that i've been going through it is from october 2nd 1995 how do i know exactly because it is game one of the alcs championship between um that's redundant to say championship there between the Mariners and the Cleveland Indians at the time, um, which took place on the 2nd of October. And um, the whole thing is on this tape and including the commercials. And have you seen this yet? I posted this to like Twitter the other day, but no. you don't spend a lot of time on Twitter. Um, this is from, you know, the era when computers are becoming more and more mainstream, but they're not laptops and everything all over yeah. the place. So we still have these like digital assistants, like yeah. personal digital PDAs. PDAs, right? I had my own. I can't remember. I think mine was a Dell. Yeah. I had a Dell PDA. You always called it my boop boop. Your boop boop. Exactly. And I think it could have a calendar in it. It could have a calendar. I found it and I charged it up about a year or two ago and I found a few old notes. You and I were on a road <laughs> trip and I was like, I don't know. I have this thing. Let's treat it like a notepad. And I would... I, t- I had some like weird observations of things we saw on our trip to Pittsburgh, I think, <laughs> from Concord. Um, anyway, this is for the Sharp Zaurus, Z-A-U-R-U-S. I just love that oh, name. The Zaurus. Right? The Zaurus. Good Lord. Riding in my Taurus, poking on my Zaurus. Um, <laughs> just for the- Was that a rap lyric <laughs> that you wrote down on, on your old PDA? Sharp Zaurus, personal digital assistant commercial. We see a, a fella, right? And I- the thing that strikes me about this is even now, like almost 30 years later, this same concept is being sold to us. The idea is this guy wants to get out of the office. So he leaves the office and he's jogging in one of the most beautiful places you can imagine. I'm Some assuming beautiful it's cliffs over. A... It, it must be the, you know, coast of Massachusetts. Right? Obviously. <laughs> no. Who knows where this is, but he's like jogging and on these bluffs um, and the, and the sea is below him. But every now and then he has to take a note for his, business meeting or whatever so he pulls out his <laughs> Zaurus business. for business and there's some bad wording in here too it's like now you can do your business on the go <laughs> which to me like I want to use that at the top of the show next week it sounds it doesn't oh sound God. like that's what you're trying to get but the point of this commercial is and look as a PDA it's still pretty big it's actually it's a it's a flip one so it flips open and it's got, the, got a stylus the, the stylus a QWERTY keyboard um, it's pretty clunky. It's almost like the size of like, it's almost like a phablet. I hate that word. Well, but people fully are, open, it's about the size of an iPad. A small, um, yeah, almost like an iPad. Yeah, with a joint in the middle of it. Um, and the point and the point is like, you can see him using a stylus. He's not just typing things in, but he can draw little doodles. Like for some reason, I'm looking at the still screen here. Does he, he works in the weather business because um, he's written temperatures uh, and then he's drawn a little sunshine and various temperatures and averages around the country. I don't know exactly what he does. Oh, here. He has typed out the words. I agree to most most of the specifications, but I believe we can be more energy efficient and stay within the guidelines. Here are my thoughts on the project. I see. So he might be somebody who is maybe like... Um, helping retrofit homes or buildings so they can be more energy efficient. But it's just showing off all the various things you can do. You can write on it with a stylus. You can type on it with the keyboard. But it's still one of those like um, green and black screens. Yeah. You know, so take a listen to this. 
For years, people have done their thinking on the run. Now, they can do their business on the run. Thanks to the breakthrough that fits in your pocket. Zorus, the personal digital assistant from Sharp that gives you the freedom to write it, type it, sign it, and fax it. Anytime. And fax it. Now you see him, I think, in the, his car. Where he's got a car fax machine. He's got a car phone, I think. Oh. So saying like you can use uh, like cellular technology. It's Again, a, this is 95. Not everybody has this. No, it's. I mean, it's, it is like, it, of course, it looks hilarious now. But like within the context of what what came before it, it is pretty advanced. But the I like, I think the writing in this is hilarious. First of all, for what is it like for for centuries, people have done their thinking on the run. Wait, what? <laughs> right? Yeah. Wait, now, wait. And now you can do your and now business, you can do your on, business the, on the run. Right. And don't you feel like we're still, um, even as far as technology has come in thirty oh, well, like, years, we're always... still chasing this idea of yes. get out of the office, but still be. There's so many car commercials where people are in their car and mm-hmm. like they get a call from their boss and they um, like conduct some important meeting from you know Big Sur or whatever. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that is my that is my entry from the VHS vault. Somebody please save us and give us a better title <laughs> for that segment. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. This is a pretty funny commercial that was sent in um, from. David at Counselor David, I think he posted this on our Facebook page uh, or the Facebook group, which is where I think most of these come from today. Um, it's for Liberty Mutual. I don't know if you've seen this or not, Genevieve, um, but David says, "Oh, I have seen." You've one. heard of subliminal messaging? How about superliminal messaging? Because I think that's that's what this ad is, and it begins with a woman acknowledging that we're watching a commercial, and she says that she realizes, or the industry realizes, that young people having fun is what works in commercials, even for insurance so um she the narrator comes and talks to us in front of a yellow background and we see kind of a small model home what is this a home for ants <laughs> um and then she'll introduce this idea of here are a bunch of young people having fun and selling you insurance research shows that people remember ads with young people having a good time so to help you remember that liberty mutual customizes your home insurance here's a pool party look what i brought liberty, liberty mutual, mutual they customize your home so you only pay for what you need. Young people having a good time with insurance. Young people, good times, insurance. <laughs> only pay for what you need. It's pretty great. Yeah, a lot of people jumping into a pool with tablets and phones, so they're going to have to yeah. go to the same place that the Trivago guy goes. <laughs> it would be amazing if the Trivago guy um I do like the performances in that. In that. Yeah. I feel like Liberty Mutual is such an also-ran when it comes to commercials. I mean, of course, the Limu Emu is just terrible. So much. Everybody hates it. Liberty, I don't think, I, don't, I think they have been very hit or miss, mostly miss with those ads in front of the Liberty instead of the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, some of them are great. Some Liberty, are, Bib- a few Liberty of them Biberty are great, great, but most of them are pretty tired. But that one, I think, works pretty well. You loved Brad. Um, and here's one from listener Brian who says, I saw this on Peacock, Gross State Farm. So this trigger warning involves a man smelling his beard. 
we see Jake from State Farm. He's like enjoying oh, yeah, a I've beverage outside one. somewhere. And then some like hipstery dude comes up to him, and the and the hipster guy has a pretty long beard. His haircut is, you know, he's got a very trim haircut. It's trim around the sides. He's wearing glasses, um, but he's got the, kind of a big beard hanging off of his chin, and um, he starts smelling it to convince uh, Jake. What's his name? Jake. You love Jake. Uh, to convince Jake that he can get up close and personal in order to get this deal. Okay, Jake from State Farm. I really want that person price plan, so here it goes. I like to smell my beard. What? Uh, especially after a good meal. Hey, hey, you don't need to get that personal. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. Please. Put the beard down. Like there is something so viscerally Ugh, that is upsetting. wrong about that. Yeah, had you seen that before? I have seen it, and I don't care for it. Have you seen it in the wild, or did you just yeah. see it because listeners were sending it in? No, I've seen it There's in the something wild. about him folding his beard up from his chin right it's up really into his bad. face. Like, it's really bad. And I don't even think of it. I don't even know what that beard smells like. Like, even if it just smelled like... You know, like he just stepped out of the shower yeah, and smelled it clean. No, like, so there's something visually so it's so really gross bad. about yeah, that. Bad yeah, bad job, State Farm. Bad job. I know that that's their point. They're they're doing that on purpose to to evoke. But um, yeah, but they they missed the they missed whatever they were going for. Now this is the final thing I'll play. I mean, what for a you. day when like Liberty Mutual is has the better insurance commercial than yeah. State Farm. Although. I would say that the State Farm, like the Jake commercials, are pretty middling. They're middling. Um, yeah, but I I generally like Jake. Eddie in Houston sent us this one for Capital One. Um, this is a commercial where you see um, a woman probably in her 20s, and she's sitting at her kitchen table, and her brother uh, kind of barges into her apartment. Um, and again, he's probably a little bit older than her, but not that much older. Have you seen this one? Yes. It's so great. She, it is pretty good. Her performance is really good. It's just so good. And uh, and the brother says something like, hey, you're looking for a car. Here, you can use my big, uh, you can use my big, like, what used to be a blue book, right? He holds up, like, kind of a, a dog-eared car buying exactly. guy. Yeah. I like, and they, they even got, like, a good font for it. Like, uh -huh. it's a very sort of out-of-date font. It, yeah. It really feels like the details were attended to here. I agree. There are a lot of small things that done well here and i love the the sister's reaction he holds up his old book and she just says i swear i have that same photo that same image of that bird that she's got framed on her wall i swear i have that the framed. one up there yes huh um i think she says when he holds up his book i think she says ew or gross yeah. in a way that is a little bit reminiscent of alexa on um on uh Shit's Creek yeah. although she's not she doesn't give off Alexa vibes she just is a young vibrant person who um just as well here I'll read Eddie's note Eddie said um I think the actor who plays the sister in this is great I think any little sister can relate to this I'm outside the intended audience and I still totes relate like there's something <laughs> about the way these two people talk to each other and even though she's the little sister um you know she still sort of kind of owns her brother yeah. in, in a way so here take a listen to this well, well. Heard my baby sister's buying a car. You'll need my secret weapon. Gross. No. Anyway, I already used Capital One Auto Navigator. It was awesome. I found my car online and I got pre-qualified instantly. Bet your credit score went. Wasn't affected at all. Then I got my real rate and monthly payment, had an amazing test drive at the dealer, and made this purchase. What? Hold on, check it. She uses a remote to turn That's it on from cool. the kitchen. What's in your wallet? 
She's the first person to say what's in your wallet without pissing me off. Yeah, no, she's great. They do a really nice job. Yeah, I think she's she's awesome. I would keep an eye out for her in other commercials yeah, and maybe very, someday. She's also very cute. Yeah, she's very cute as well. But I also really think she, um, you know, I fall in love with everybody I see on TV based on looks <laughs> alone. But she's also a fantastic actor. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. I realize I've been talking a mile a minute this entire show. I don't know if I was just trying to cover up burps or whatever it was, but we're going to slow things down next week, I promise. But anyway, thanks for putting up with me. Well, thanks for producing the show. I feel all clean from all the uh, bathtub action. Mm -hmm. And um, if you want to... uh, Respond to anything you heard here today. Call us at 607 444 5597. You can email us at after these messages show at gmail or visit us on the Facebook group. Yeah, and look for that um, after these messages channel on oh, YouTube. Right, I've yeah. seen that a bunch of people are like um, and subscribe. Uh, yeah, liking and subscribing there as well. Now, just to be clear, because I, I just happened to see some comments underneath that. Um, commercial that I just posted last night or the night before for that uh, personal digital assistant. Somebody said, hey, you should post the commercials that you talk about here. Most of the commercials that we talk about on this show already exist That's online. Yeah. I'm only uploading the commercials that I am contributing to society that I'm finding on these VHS tapes. So I don't know that you can come to YouTube for any more information about our program, but, but that always... is where you can go to comment on things, suggest videos for this uh, for this new segment we're doing, and just yeah. check out what we're doing. And we do there. always post the, the existing links for the commercials we talk about on this show on the Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, I know Facebook is an imperfect vehicle, but uh, that's what we've got. All right, everybody. Thank you. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Google, Verizon. They all spies and I'm Pisces rising. And you ain't Hoover. You suck like James Dyson.